Hello. Of all the new media phenomena surrounding us today, podcasts might be the most common one and also the one we haven't paid enough attention to. Having existed for almost two decades now, the podcast has undergone a profound transformation and traversed a similar trajectory as other 21st century media. From a highly specialized audio programs produced exclusively by geeks or radio stations, to do-it-yourself productions recorded on mobile phones. From radio-like talk shows and documentaries to multiple episode recordings of various genres, styles and formats. In this way, podcast is part of the, quote, inevitable digital revolution, unquote, that Jacek Dukaj was describing in one of his latest essays. In the current circumstances, podcast seems to have become more popular and important than ever, enabling us to stay in touch with the world ravaged by a global pandemic in general and with other people necessarily separated from us in particular. With me to discuss podcast, its concept, evolution and cultural potential now and in the future is a very special guest indeed, Agnieszka Swodownik, editor at dwotygodnik.com. Agnieszka Swodownik used to make radio shows for jazz radio and currently she's making Delfin w Malinach and Odbiornik with Anna Dupont, two podcast channels that address a variety of subjects such as new media, technology in life and contemporary social manners. I'm Bartosz Rutostański. This is the special New Year episode of IMP, an official Institute of English Studies podcast channel. I hope you'll enjoy the show. Hi, Agnieszka. I'm so pleased you found some time to meet me. Hi, Bartosz. Thanks for inviting me. It's nice to see you. Uh, uh, yes, see you and hear us. That's amazing that we have... Uh, the uh, the possibility to meet without actually meeting uh, in person um yes and today I, w- i would like to sort of uh, talk to you about the uh well the, the culture of meeting people without actually meeting them which is the the, the, the podcasting culture um you, you seem to me like an expert in podcasting um i i'm, I'm a huge fan of Odbiornik, of uh, Delfin Malinach. i'm so well, you seem to be the perfect kind of guest to uh to talk to me about the podcasting issues um but let's do it and let's start off with the uh the history uh basically where is podcast from and how has it evolved over the the the, the almost 20 years of its existence? Uh, well, the term itself uh, comes from uh, iPod and broadcasting. So it was like this, you know, technology change that brought this uh, this medium um, into the world, I'd say. Uh, but it's, uh, it's, you know, it's very much rooted, I think, it, in... Um, in the radio culture uh, i think in at least in um in the case of states where it really became like this medium uh, totally uh, you know popular and uh, i think that affects very much how these uh, american podcasts are made um and that they are very like communicative Uh, because uh, I think it's um, like like you know these American podcasts are very you know the the story is told to you in this very like communicative way but at the same time um, 
it's also kind of emotional um mm-hmm. but you know you you know you you know it's like uh like watching uh a tv series or mm-hmm. reading a book you know it it has something to do with it and um and basically i think it's it's very much of, you know it comes from this american pragmatism uh you know from mm-hmm. this radio reportage uh like this traditional radio reportage and uh and um and i think in poland it's a bit different because we have this different culture of radio and uh-huh. of audio work right audio works um like for example uh you know uh, this uh, experimental studio uh of polish radio uh which um which was the studio where uh, a lot of artists made these uh, kind of you know experimental as the name says uh, works uh, it was kind of like you know there was a lot of collage um and uh stuff that wasn't very much communicative uh it was more artsy and i think um this is what uh, we are dealing with uh you know this is our heritage yeah. uh, but at the same time uh you know this um these polish podcasts that are now very popular as well they very much look into the american scene i think like they are they are still looking for its language um i think finding our own language in podcasting is something you know still ahead of us oh okay yeah i'm really glad you mentioned the experimental radio perhaps we could point out one of its most prominent representatives eugenius rudnik but fast forward to the 21st century okay and ben hammersley who comes up with the term podcast in 2004 in a Guardian article. Ever since, a podcast has been growing in popularity to such an extent as to become a word of the year in 2005 and also be ubiquitous. What, in your view, is so special about podcasts that made them so common? Um, I think it's related to the fact that we are living in a digital culture. Uh, we are kind of drowning, you know, in images and in uh, in screens. Mm-hmm. Like we're constantly, you know, um, you know, the, the screens are everywhere. It's very hard not to look. Yeah. And I think uh, like the sense of, uh, you know, our eyes are constantly like made to work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have to, and especially this year, I mean, it's, it's, mm. it, it showed it so, uh, so strongly that, um, you know, uh, you have to, uh, when you work, like you do your job, you have to be, you know, watch at your screen uh, to, uh, you know, receive emails and all this stuff. And at the same time, you then watch films on the screen. And mm. this year, you also go to the theater yeah. uh, by, you know, logging into Zoom yeah. and, uh, and, and also watch concerts in the same, in a very same way and also you rest you know you you swipe you constantly swipe you know you watch and swipe that's what you do mm-hmm. um so i think that our ears are the space where you can rest where you can kind of get away where you can also be intimate with someone because this is the main difference i think it's not like be, uh, between uh, radio and podcasts mm-hmm. I don't think it's it's all about you know that uh, you can uh, listen to the podcasts uh, anywhere and when you want it. It's not that. I think uh, it's about intimacy. Mm, okay. um, that also you know podcasts are also about niches. Mm-hmm. I mean maybe internet in general is. Um, 
no, maybe not in general, but basically there is this, you know, space for, for niches and you can, uh, you can find this person, mm-hmm. this one person that talks about something that you're so much into, mm-hmm. or uh, he or she talks about it in a way that you just really want to be with this person mm-hmm. in a way. Um, so, so, you know, you, it is kind of, you know, intimate. And I think we miss that mm-hmm. by being glued mm-hmm. to the screens and being separated. Um, we miss that. And I think, yeah, during the pandemic, it's it's also this thing that, uh, you know, it makes us want to be in touch with someone much more than previously. Yeah. Uh, so what about the, the difference between podcast and radio, traditional radio? Uh, because it's also about, you no know, the same sort of, you no know, uh, you know, senses being engaged, the, the, the ears. So um, what what is it so special about podcasts that... Uh, Uh, they can coexist in the you no know, in the world that we have also you no know, radio stations at our fingertips, right? We can sort of listen to radio stations, you no, know, from from the from level of our uh, mobile phones. What is it that they offer the podcasts that that it makes them so so uh, so uh, uh, different? Is it also about the the intimacy that radio doesn't really provide intimacy that we are looking for in our digital? heavily mediated worlds maybe partly it still does you know maybe in the evening you can still find some um some program that um, offers this kind of you know intimacy with the person that speaks to you but um but i think it's much less comparing to to podcasts and um you know radio is about time as well you know mm-hmm. it's um it's so much programmed like you know it's in a way that you know somebody that that does programming in the radio they kind of look at the day and the night uh, like they they Mm, they have some sort of vision of how you, I don't know, live your day. That mm-hmm. in the morning it's supposed to wake you up. That uh, I don't know, in the afternoon, in the early afternoon, you are more keen to listen to something, and then in the evening, uh, you know, whatever. And uh, maybe people are just used by now by being by having so much access to um, to what internet uh, gives them. They are kind of used to the fact that they choose uh, mm-hmm. when they want to, uh, uh, you know be some how you know that they um they have this 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 choice and also i think it's very much important that you know when you listen to podcasts you quite often don't have advertisements mm-hmm. um sure. i mean sure sometimes you do you have this one uh a company that i don't know uh supports uh some uh some some uh some podcast uh, but also uh it's this huge difference in um in how they are made I mean mm-hmm. advertisements um because in the radio it's it's uh, very often you know uh it's this professional professional ads that make me go crazy you know I just want to like I'm I'm just like ah oh, where's where, where's the remote <laughs> control I have to switch this off you know yeah. um uh, and uh, while as in the podcast it's quite subtle you know it's subtle subtle advertisements are not that bad <laughs> um <laughs> And yeah. it's of, of of course there's this conversation like there's this discussion about how um, how much is it ethical you know uh, when your favorite uh, podcast like when your uh, favorite uh, person that you know that does the podcast when they um, they try to sell you something uh, and this is a person that you're kind of related to in a way mm-hmm. emotionally you know that this is maybe not that ethical uh, but I think I'm so tired of this. Um, 
of these emotions that I get from uh, from the radio, like this official radio, uh, that I just look for something more subtle and that's fine with me. Yeah. That uh, part of the success of podcasts is that fact that the fact that no, the we are living in sort of digital culture when we can sort of choose what we do with our time, with our with, with our uh, devices. Uh, there is nobody else telling us what to watch, what to listen to right now. And I think that podcast is sort of uh, sort of this empowering medium that uh, that sort of. Uh, uh, gives you the chance the freedom to choose to listen to whatever content you you want and i'm i'm i'm, I'm thinking about th- to what extent would you sort of uh, connect the medium of podcast with this whole digital participatory culture um when uh, uh the uh the um, listeners or the audiences are not just the the passive receivers of the content uh but they are empowered they are um uh, they are uh, actually uh, active in uh, in the d- digital environment. How would you sort of tie uh, the, 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 the phenomenon of podcast and um, the, uh, the, the general digital cultures? Yeah, sure. It's good old culture to zero, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and we exactly. Are, I, I found that, that the, uh, uh, the 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 term podcast uh, 2004 sort of uh, uh, coincides with the Tim O'Reilly coming up with the web 2.0 term uh, so there's like kind of, so kind there. of yeah so there's, there's like kind of very huge overlap between podcasting and then the new media uh, as a phenomenon that's starting you now uh, at the same time at least in terms of official um, official uh, kind of information, right, or, or the, the the concepts and the year that they have kind of uh, that they were sort of uh, published. But coming back to my question, yeah. Well, like like I said, yeah, it's kind of like we are very much used to the fact that that we choose, and also um, maybe I don't know, you know, this uh, uh, like you know, in this fast life that we lead, um, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we are less keen to um, to adjust to the programming that is made, you know, by someone else, like in the traditional TV or radio stations. And mm-hmm. um, we like when we can have it flexible, for example, make our own ritual. If you're a young mom, then you can uh, go out for a walk with your baby when, you know, the baby wants to sleep and you can listen to your favorite podcast or maybe in the evenings you like to yeah. take a bath That's or right. um uh, or uh, cook uh, or do the dishes and this is when you want to do this this is when you want to listen to somebody mm-hmm. uh, well there's also these options like when you can su- where you can like like support your favorite podcast like financially um, also mm-hmm. there's these options uh, there's these options that you can uh, perhaps uh, you know uh, tell them what would you like them to talk about uh, who uh, would you like to talk uh, like so that they talk with someone that you would like to listen to? Uh, sure, so sure, there, yes. there is this connection, but I think that also uh, that affects the um, the old media as well. And I mean, there's so many programs that have their own like uh, Facebook pages and they are in touch with uh, with their uh, audience. So that you know, it also it's like this post digital world when everything like the digital and the analog affects itself. Like crossovers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I like the idea that that podcasts uh, become a part of our routine 
uh, a kind of a um, kind of a, even as I said, I think the, the ritual of everyday life that you no, know, you do one thing and then you just turn on your favorite podcast and it, you know, it's kind of it's uh, kind of a simultaneously um, you are engaging with uh, with your life and uh, your favorite content. I really like it very much. Plus the idea of this kind of uh, uh, podcast giving us this sort of space to sort of slow down. And I'm thinking immediately of the ASMR genre of a pod, of of, of uh, not, not necessarily podcast, but kind of this audio audio culture of uh, sort of you no know, this kind of extremely heightened audio sensations, right? Um, uh, uh, what do you think about this, about this genre of, of ASMR as being you know, the, the, one of the latest phenomenon of uh, audio uh, culture? Well, I think that's like, I love it. Uh, <laughs> the first thing I want to say. But um, I think it shows that, uh, yeah, we are very much like, like our eyes are tired and we just want to slow down. We want to uh, yeah. listen to something so sensual because it's like so sensual when you listen to the, uh, uh, you know, brushing or like combing your hair or like the sound of um, uh, cucumber, like the, the, yeah, the pickle, right? Like this, yeah. Or like, you know, uh, the sound of the tongue touching your lips yeah. and all this stuff it's very sensual um so uh you know it makes uh it makes you like tremble you know it's that sensual um yeah. so i think it shows that we are also very much ready for like this deep listening and i think mm. all these meditative apps these all right apps sure that, that yes. help you meditate and they're very popular uh they also show that you know we are very much ready to for this deep listening this like like being aware like listening with uh, like consciously very consciously and i also what's interesting for me uh, as a parent is that uh, it applies to children as well uh, there is this book with exercises uh, it's called um, sitting still like a frog and mm -hmm. uh, it's exercises of like you know uh, like meditation for kids and kids do this like at least i tested mm -hmm. on on my uh, my <laughs> children and and they um, they actually do listen they are also ready and they're like they're fine with slow listening and just focusing mm -hmm. yeah slow listening uh right exactly um now in the like in the in the, in the pandemic uh there seems to be uh like the explosion of uh podcast content like it seems like everybody's doing podcasts uh in in, in the in the uh, in their in their in their homes um how do you think this explosion uh, can uh, influence the podcasting culture? Will it uh, uh, strengthen the position of podcasts uh, in, uh, in, in our digital culture? On, or on the contrary, it's, it's going to, to diminish it by just, uh, just kind of uh, by uh, bringing uh, us to the point when we just we are just fed up with okay one more podcast right one more one more program uh, to to listen to um i think we i don't know but i think we might be just fed up in general with just you know uh mediated uh it's a very ugly word but content i'd say um at least for this for this conversation um and i i maybe people might just want to you know go out and just go to the theater like um and just see uh, bodies you know and smell people yeah. i mean it's it might be like this you know <laughs> that you just want to um 
you know, be in touch with that. Just just hung, hungry or thirsty for, for, for other human beings. Yeah, exactly. In this traditional mode, you know. But um, mm -hmm. at the same time, I'm thinking, like as a podcaster, um, I'm thinking how much, you know, people might have to, like other podcasters, um, you know, it, it might become more competitive so that people mm -hmm. will will maybe go more into uh, um, like you know uh, just learning more about just the technical stuff so that it's mm -hmm. like more edited maybe more dynamic uh, maybe more rich um, in mm -hmm. different with different things um, it might go that way uh, or maybe you know uh, I, I wonder if it's not going to be like this that you know a lot of people will just stop doing it yeah because there won't be the need you know uh, we will just meet again and that's that, mm -hmm. that's gonna be you know the main platform of like talking meeting yeah you know? exactly right like uh, uh, like one of the reasons why we you know, making this podcast is to, I mean like not 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 not, not we you or me but you no know, like the other people who are doing it uh, right now is just because they have like some some free time on their hands or so much of it uh, and uh, that they want to do something creative and once the uh, the they, they go back to their normal life uh, you no know, they just going to quit uh, doing uh, podcasts uh, uh, anymore so and that's the uh, the other thing The, the, the final question I would like to ask you, uh, Magnieszka, is uh, what's the future of podcasting? Uh, is it, uh, I mean, just kind of, no, let's sort of forget about the pan pan pandemic uh, and sort of uh, this kind of local and uh, um, sort of, um, uh, kind of local and, and uh, um, local phenomena kind of uh, related to like, like the, the current moment. So, crazy and strange from everything we know but kind of no um, long-term uh, future is it is it's going to be uh, uh, is going to go in the way that uh, uh, we're going to have more good quality podcasts or is it is more about uh, being like even more um, non-professional content of or non-professional sort of podcasts uh, out there, or is it uh, going to be that uh, uh, podcasts uh, will definitely kind of disappear as only the you no know, fashion that, that that's that's with us right now, but next, like in 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 future it won't be you know, unnecessary for this kind of medium anymore. I think I'd go for uh, serials you know, series mm -hmm. of um, w uh, of podcasts. I mean, it's a completely different story told. Uh, it's not like this uh, eavesdropping on somebody's conversation with someone um, and that being like a, like a kind of uh, more relaxed kind of, uh, you know, um, medium, I'd say. But like mm -hmm. these stories um, told in episodes and like written like all of them are like all the story is written uh before it's uh it's all cut in episodes so you do deal with this um like with um manipulating the uh the emotions of your listener and just like giving him hints or her about what's going to happen and uh you know uh 
leading the, leading the story in a way that you want mm -hmm. to and it's um it's a very fascinating i think form um and i think uh you know serial uh this this podcast uh, shows um by sarah kenick uh, shows that you know people are just uh hungry for this sort of stuff like um it's it's a story told with much more depth Uh, because you have time, you have time to follow, you know, all the things that are uh, on the sides, mm -hmm. you know, and you can, you can follow them, you can, you can go into it. And it's fine. It's for me, it's like this, um, you know, it's like this uh, modern version of like um, 19th century literature. Mm, okay. It's like uh, Thomas Mann, you know, it's something like this, that you have time for all these characters, you know, all these um, things that you can, you can show these people that you, you talk about uh, in a way that uh, they're not flat. Mm -hmm. You know, they are like real people with uh, with qualities that seem contradictory, mm -hmm. but they're not because that's, this is how we mm -hmm. are. Like we are, um, we are like that. So I think maybe this will, uh, this will, I mean, it, it's also happening in Poland already. Mm -hmm. We have few of them, but I, I still think that uh, this is, I would like to go back to what I said in the very beginning, that um, we still need to uh, find our language. Uh, because I see that there's um, there's this serious um, it's an investigation uh, uh, by the magazine Pismo, mm -hmm, right? Which is uh, done in a really professional manner, and it's um, it's very emotional, like almost too emotional. Like I feel like they're like you know manipulation. Like, Yeah, kind of, yeah, mm -hmm. and and it's 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 like they listen to all these American podcasts and they're like doing it exactly oh, the I same. See. While as there is this podcast, like the serious um, uh, Czarny Roman about uh, a, a guy who would be like this homeless guy walking around Warsaw mm -hmm. and uh, at some stage, he, like he died and um, people are like, uh, documentary makers are like making a documentary about him and telling a story about him. And this one is like, uh, you know, they found their own mm -hmm. language and their um, ideas. Like, for example, there's this chorus at some stage oh, like wow. that interrupts a story. Uh, and it's like, you know, this um, like this Greek chorus mm -hmm. almost. Uh, he uh, these people that are like uh, singing, they're singing this um Uh, excerpts from what the main character used to be talking uh, like to mm -hmm, people mm -hmm. on the streets because he had this uh, thing that yeah. he did it um, and this is like so uh, surprising um, and uh, so original you know I haven't seen uh, such an idea in other uh, podcasts so yeah I think uh, I think we I would love to see more yeah. of those done yeah so more experimentation more, more professionalization in the sense of kind of uh, complexity of, of storytelling right um, okay I, I think this is a very positive answer and I really like this answer and I would like to end on that note on positive note uh, for uh, podcasts things that we Um, uh, love doing and listening to. Agnieszka, thank you very much for finding the time to talk to me. Uh, uh, take care and uh, uh, well, hope to see you in uh, real life some someday. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks, Bartosz, and all the best to everybody. That's it for today. 
Huge claps to Agnieszka Słodownik for an insightful talk about podcasts. You can find Agnieszka's podcast Odbiornik and Delphine Malinach on major podcast hosts such as SoundCloud and Spotify. I'd also like to thank my friends from Fczasy who let me use bits of their song Prince i Bowie in this and two previous programs. I'm also grateful to Robert Zmijewski, as always, for his technical support. Finally, and most importantly, thank you for listening to us wherever and whenever you are. Please tell your friends about IMP if you like the show. And goodbye. And a really happy new year from the IMP team. Bye-bye. <laughs>